Greetings to everyone joining us for a new episode of the European Hoops podcast. We cover the EuroLeague and the top FIBA events. I am André and with me our basketball expert Joe Volent. Hi André, hi guys. Hope everything is okay with y'all. We are here for another episode of the European Hoops podcast. Hopefully you guys stay with us and tune in for the rest of our episodes. André, let us know man, what are we talking about today? The EuroLeague is about to start and I couldn't be more excited. This is the reason why we created this podcast. This is the reason why we bring you guys episodes so often. And it starts this week and we cannot wait for it. The games come out Thursday. We will be bringing you guys uh, an episode on Wednesday previewing what to expect. Today we bring you a special episode where we will be breaking down all the teams, the top players of the EuroLeague as well. We start with our power rankings. We will go from bottom to top. Duke, ready to get into it? Absolutely, man. I think this is going to be very fun. So let's get it started. This was ex an extremely hard exercise to do. And we just tried to, to rank teams as well as we could. I believe that there is a very large group of teams that will be in contention this season. Will be in contention for the final four. There is a very large group of teams there. There is a very large large group of contenders to win the EuroLeague this season. There is the addition of the play-in. And with that, we have also a group of teams that goes way be beyond the, the 10 teams that will reach the play-ins that will be in contention for that. In sum, we will just have one of the most insane, one of the most competitive EuroLeague seasons that we have ever seen. And we couldn't be any more excited about it. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at E2ZeroLeague. Join us during this EuroLeague season that uh, we cannot wait to be covering. And we will now, with our power rankings, try to break down what you can expect to see in terms of uh, how far can these teams go and how high can they achieve during this EuroLeague season. We will start from bottom to top. And Diogo, I will give you the floor. Who is your 18th ranked team for this edition of the EuroLeague? Okay, so my number 18 team um, is Basconia from Spain. Uh, I think they have a chance, and especially with their playstyle, to, to be competitive in games. But I do think they, they lack the talent, and, and I think they lack the firepower to, to be on a tier above and trying to contend for a playoff spot. I just don't see a scenario where, where they are able to do that. What about you? In my 18th place, I have Alba. I don't have Basconium. I know that's ranking them last in my poor rankings and calling them one of the teams that I am excited <laughs> about for this season is a contradiction, but it is true. I, I honestly got it. This is true. I don't think that Alba is in contention, in contention for the play in the during this edition of the early. But I will be certainly tuning in to watch Prashida, to watch Spagnolo, to watch Weitzel, to watch Diamond, to watch Sterling Brown and company during this edition of the early. They lack the experience. I think most of these young players that are part of this team will be high-level players in the early. And I won't be surprised if Alba ends as high as, as 14 in the, during the early. I just think that they lack the experience and the consistent top talent to aim to be higher or to be in the playing contention. And that's why I put them at the bottom of my power rankings. But uh, I like that we started with a disagreement and I think we will have a few more ahead. <laughs> so for sure. who, are, who are next for you? And uh, just uh, the five bottom teams that I have, they are in the tier that I called 
uh, at the bottom, but highly competitive and intriguing. And certainly I expect Alba to be an intriguing team that uh, will try to play at a high pace. And uh, with these young players, we, we will see a lot of growth across the season. And that's uh, an intriguing reason to tune in and to watch them. So let's go to our potential next disagreement. And who do you have on 17? Uh, on 17, uh, I'm going to stay in Spain and I have Valencia. Uh, I think they will be a better team than they were last year, but it's just the overall talent of the EuroLeague. I think it's so much better this season that uh, I don't think that improvement uh, from Valencia will be noted in, in the standings. So uh, I have them at 17. Well, we will continue to disagree. <laughs> and I, on 17, I have Aswell. They brought okay. in the pieces to take a step forward, but the whole EuroLeague just got better as well. They bring in Mike Scott and yep. Frank Jackson, TLC as well, that are strong additions to this roster with Nando De Colo, Lover. They also bring in Paris Lee. But can they have a healthy season? And is this enough for them to aspire to be on a playing run? I think that they have better chances to be on a playing run than a team like Alba. That's why I rank them above. I just have uh, injury concerns with this team and uh, I think that they are not quite there yet. I do trust slightly more on Basconi and Valencia to have a higher ceiling, even if uh, Asphalt uh, talent level or what the players that they have in their roster has, have achieved more. They have bigger names than what Basconi and Valencia have. But I do trust more uh, the the ceiling of those teams to be able to try to get to a play-in, eventually adding some other piece to their roster, than I do on the the Aswell ability to stay healthy across the season. And that's why I'm ranking them on 17. So two disagreements to start. So who do you have next and who do you have on 16? Okay, now at 16, I have Alba. Uh, I believe uh, Alba, Valencia and Basconia, I think they're all on the same tier, like you said. Uh, I just think that Alba will, at least for me, they're all on kind of on the same level as teams. But I, I do think Alba will be very, very interesting to watch. And, and I do like the what they did there, adding guys like Matt Thomas and Sterling Brown, uh, who experienced guys who can help those younger guys. And, and they still have team. And I think they have a pretty interesting roster. So uh, I'm very excited to see Alba play. But I do think they're at the same tier. So it was just about the excitement I have to watch Alba play. <laughs> That that's an excellent and a valid valid reason. And despite me ranking them on the bottom, I have I share the same excitement about watching this Alba team. On sixteen, yeah. I have Basconia. And can Minion okay. and Rogba Polos take big step forwards as players and elevate this team? We can expect uh, them to play at a fast pace and try to outscore their opponents. I think they took a step backwards in terms of the roster that they had last season. I think we, this is a season where we will need to see a lot from Marcos Howard, and I think that he can be yeah. the type of player. I think he can be one of the early contenders to be a top scorer uh, in the EuroLeague on this. Uh, that is his second season in the EuroLeague. But at the same time, I think that this roster took a slightly step backwards. And just like you, I have these teams in the same uh, bucket, in the same tier of teams. It's just about, I see this team having a slightly higher ceiling I can see them going on winning streaks that uh, I don't think that the teams below them have the the same potential. And that's why I have them ranked on 16, still low, and I don't expect them to be on a fight for the play-in. But uh, they will also be a very entertaining team. And I don't think that we will have any bad games on the EuroLeague this year. 
But uh, this is why I rank Pasconi on 16. Who do you have on 15? On 15, uh, I have Aswell. Uh, I think they had a, a good off season. Uh, I do have those injuries concerns like you, but uh, but I do think they they did a great job of adding some nice pieces to that team, and, and I think they're going to be just a little bit better than than these past three teams that I mentioned. Uh, I believe again the tier. Uh, I think it's the same, but uh, I like what Asvel did this off season, and I think they will be better. I also really like what Asvel did this season. I don't know if they have the depth, and maybe these other teams for me have a bit more of depth of talent across the roster that will allow them to deal with situations like injuries and uh, that will allow them to night after night be more consistent. Conceptually, and uh, the group of players that also brought in makes me very intrigued. Will they be able to perform at the highest level and uh, will their head coach be able to also himself take a step forward and elevate the level that this team plays? All of that are factors that will make Asphalt be able to achieve higher or lower, but we both have them on this bottom tier. They brought in very good players and they maybe will be poised to take that step forward, but they will need to show that on court first. On 15, I have Valencia. I also think that they have a good offseason. They brought in Ojale, Brandon Davis, Cassius Robertson, Nate Rovers, Stefan Jovic, Damien English. I think that these are good additions to a team that wants to take a step forward in the EuroLeague. I don't think they will be able to go all the way up to, to reach the play-ins. I don't think they are there. Just I just see these pieces uh, fitting well together. That uh, the players that they were able to add to their roster will fit into the game style that they will want to play. This will be a, a competitive team, a team that will play very well, uh, especially at home. They will have a good home court advantage. And... I see Valencia at this moment having a closer floor and ceiling that allows them to be slightly above these other three teams that we both ranked uh, uh, on this bucket. And that's why I have Valencia on 15. So let's continue to climb up our power rankings. And who do you have on 14? Uh, at 14, I have Virtus. Uh, I think they have the talent, but just the other teams are just more talented than I mean, I- for a lot of the teams, <laughs> this is basically what I feel like. It's just uh, a matter of talent. Um, I do obviously. I, I like Coach uh, Banki. Uh, I think he did a great job with Latvia, and I think he will be great for this Virtus team. I do think they have very interesting players who who have talent, like I said. But I, I just don't see a scenario where they are like a playoff team. Uh, I think other teams are just better. I think this is our first agreement of this episode, <laughs> and. Uh... Why also have Virtus on 14th place? One of the main reasons for me to clearly have them above of these teams that I have on my tier 4 is uh, coach Luca Banki. He will find ways to make the team work. And they do have the experience and um, the the talent to for them to be a consistent team night after night and to be able to be a very competitive team. They might like the top Tier talent that some of these other EuroLeague teams have, and uh, that will be what they will need to battle with. But that's why Coach Luca Banki comes into play, and his ability to put the right pieces in in place will allow Virtus to be a very competitive team. And I think Virtus, it won't be surprising if Virtus beat this poor ranking position that uh, I have them on on 14. But at the same time, I I think that they like. Uh, lack the top tier talent for them to aspire to go higher 
to be a playoff team in the early and if they do that that will come as a surprise for me but I expect very competitive and basketball play from this virtuous team night after night and for them to be a competitive team and playing especially at home it won't be an easy task for any of the other EuroLeague teams that um, will be facing them they will play hard they will play tough basketball I just think that they are still lacking some top tier talents for them to aspire to to go higher than this 14th place in both of our poor rankings and let's see if we have more agreements or disagreements ahead for me uh, this will be a new tier and uh, the next two teams will be teams that uh, are just at the doors of the playing team the uh, playing uh, uh, picture I won't be surprised if they are there, but I think they are slightly below from the other top 11 teams that for me are the, the top contenders for the playoffs and uh, as we climb higher, uh, the top contenders for this edition of the EuroLeague. Who do you have on 13? Well, for me, uh, this team at 13, uh, I think it's still, uh, I think they are better, but I still think they are in that tier with Virtus. Uh, I have different tiers. I mean, I think Basconia, Valencia and Alba are the bottom teams and then Asvel, Virtus and my 13 is Zalgiris. Uh, I think Zalgiris is the best out of these three, especially if they do add a replacement for Brzezdekis. Uh But I think Zalgiris is my number 13. Um, I don't think they will be able to, to reach a playoff spot. They, they have the, the home crowd environment, which is one of the best in the competition. They have a, a core of guys who has been together for a couple of years now. Uh, I, th- I like the addition of uh, Mitrolong and Brady Manek. They have Evans coming back. But similarly to Virtus, uh, I do think they miss uh, a top-tier uh, talent, uh, which I think is going to be uh, an issue for them because the other teams have that. So I have Zagiris at 13. I have them on the tier above, but I also have them on 13. I I just think I see them as how, as being closer to the playing picture than the, uh, the way you were evaluating them, but we both ranked them on the, the same position. For me, there are some big factors here. Uh, Keenan Heavens returning, and if he's able to play at the MVP level that he showed that he was playing at on the last season, will be a big factor for this team, which all fits very well along uh, alongside him. And uh, Brandy Manek is just a great fit with Roland Schmidt in those poor forward and center positions. And this makes uh, a Jalgiris team that will be unpredictable and able to compete with anyone in any given game. I do agree that uh, the talent level rise and maybe Jalgiris didn't took the, the same step as many of other teams that we saw last, last season. Jalgiris came from last season where they ended in seventh place. But uh, they... Are Zig, well, everybody else is zagging. They have a very intriguing small ball uh, mentality team, ability to play small, to run. Transition game will be very important for them. The shooting ability that they have within this roster is very important for them. And what they lacked at times last year was the, the go-to guy, the, the playmaker that puts all the pieces into place. And I think Evans can be that player uh, him being healthy and being at that level is crucial for Jalgiris to aspire to be in the playing picture in the in this edition of the EuroLeague. But uh, you mentioned the, the home court advantage that they have. It's one of the best of the competition for very good reasons. They really thrive performing at home. I think that uh, Manek really fits well uh, this team. I think that he will be a very important piece for this team's success. 
and I expect them to be able to replace brass dikes with uh, a player that will give them good production at uh, the that small forward position, at the, the wing position. And uh, for me, those are the reasons why I think that uh, Jalgiris is on a tier above, although I also ranked them 113. As far as I understood, this is a tier break for you. So who do you have on 12th, but also how many teams do you have on this next tier that uh, you will be presenting us? Maybe just this one. <laughs> <laughs> It's a it's a tough uh, a tough part here. Uh, my twelfth team is Bayern. Um, I really like what they did this year, adding uh, Lasso as the coach, and they added a lot of players. And again, it's a new team, but they have so much talent. They have a lot of options. Um, I think they could be a playoff team. So this is kind of like my next eleven teams. I think are clear playoff ta- playoff level teams. Uh, Bayern. I think they have the talent for it, but because it's such a new team, I think we need to see it. And they have a lot of young guys, so we got to see how they mesh together. I do think they have a lot of potential, and I really like how that team was built. But uh, for now, I- I'm going to have to have Bayern at 12. But I do think they have the potential to, to be a-, a upper level team. I don't want to be repetitive here. I have these two teams on this tier, that is Jalgiris and Bayern. I also have them on 12th place. And for many of the same reasons that you just pointed out. Pablo Lasso, we know what he brings to the table. Bomaro, Edwards, Ibaka, uh, then they kept Weiler, Bab, Obst, Lutzic, Bonga, Gifai. This is a young team, but it has the talent and we can expect to have the preparation level to wait at competing for the playoffs. They have good veterans and like high-level players across the board. This is a well-constructed roster. Bayern will be a highly competitive team. I For sure. think that it's about how bringing the consistency from those young pieces. And in a Euroleague that is so, so highly competitive, I need to place them on this year just outside of the playing picture. But just like Jalkiris, Bayern is a team that will be fighting to try to achieve those play-ins even if I don't favor them to do so. Do you I mean, Go ahead. Like, if you look at this roster and being coached by Paulo Lasso, I think any other season, we would both say this is a playoff team, like, uh, off the gate. But I, I think the EuroLeague, again, this just shows how insane the EuroLeague competition is going to be this season. And, and I think this is great for us, for honestly. I guess we have a new Euroleague syndrome. It's like, it's not your fault. You did a very good job this offseason. It's just everybody Back. else is suddenly talented. It's absolutely. A absolutely. motto for the tradition of the Euroleague. Okay, let's get to the hardest part of these power rankings, at least for me. Do you also have 11 insanely talented teams that are on your top? echelon of teams and are the group of teams that you expect that will be fighting for the playoffs? Yes, uh, I have like this 11 plus 1, which is Bayern, because I do think they can get into that group. But uh, yeah, these 11 teams are, are crazy. Like, it's ridiculous that one of these teams is going to miss the play-in. Like, yeah. I don't know how this is going to work. But uh, yeah, amazing teams over here. I have a group, a group of... Uh... A group of uh, uh, teams that I ranked at the very top as my top contenders. And those are six teams. But uh, I have to be honest, the teams I have ranked from 7th to 11th 
they can very easily be ranked or in contention to be ranked as high as seventh. And this is really interchangeable between the, these teams. I just think that the talent level is so, so, so high. And uh, we had to rank them because for some reason we decided to put ourselves through this exercise. Bit of masochism by our part because this was extremely hard to do. There are several factors to take into account. Know that the top 11 teams are extremely talented. They are well coached. They will play at a very high level. And this edition of the EuroLeague, I'm calling it early. I think it will be the best ever just because the level of talent is insane across the board. We will go now from 11 to 1st. And I myself have a group of three teams that for different reasons are here at the bottom. But let's hear it from you. Who do you have at 11? My number 11, and this may come out uh, as a shock for some people, but uh, I, I have Barcelona. Wow. Uh, I think losing... Right outside. Yeah, uh, right outside, man. I, I think losing Miritic, obviously, is such a, a blow to that team. Uh, they added some interesting pieces. Obviously, Willy Aaron Gomez is one of the best bigs in Europe. They they still have a lot of talent. But um, uh, we mentioned this on their preview for the season, uh, that they might take a while to, to, get it, to get it together and, and to start really playing at a, at a high level. And with this level of competition, it, it's going to be hard to, 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 start, to have a slow start. And I think that could really cost them. And again, the other teams, I just think they are so talented. Uh, I'm going to have Barcelona at 11 for now. I, I think they could become a much better team than 11, obviously. But, uh, but I, I, I have to see it first. Uh, losing Miritich is, is a lot. So uh, I have them at 11. I struggled so much with my 11 ranking. I have been moving these teams back and forth. And despite my wow, I don't have Barcelona much higher for similar reasons, but we will get to there. In 11th place, I have Red Star for because okay. they have an almost new roster. They have, they brought in a high-level post-prime player such as Teodovic. They have high-level proven players such as Napier, Hanga, Gedraitis. They have some potential future stars of the EuroLeague or players that can play at a very high level in the upcoming years in Jago Dushantos and Simonovic. Jago Dushantos especially, I think he's ready to for this jump and to perform at a very high level and contribute at a very high level on the, the EuroLeague. Do I think that Red Star can be a playoff team on the EuroLeague? Absolutely. With their home court, with the uh, talent level of this team, with the experience, with the coaching that they have, they can be there. Why I rank them on 11? I think that the teams above them uh, will potentially have the best player on the court, even if Napier will be on that fight, certainly. But also, I have some questions about how well they will be able to defend. And when the margins are so thin between teams, the defensive consistency is key for, for to play here at the EuroLeague. And uh, that's why I'm ranking them on the level. How wrong am I? And who do you have on 10th? <laughs> I mean, I have Red Star at 10, so I don't think you're <laughs> much wrong. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think Red Star has the potential to be even higher. Um, but like you said, it's also a, it's a new team and they need to, to really work on that defensive consistency. But I do think they, I mean, they have a lot of options. They, they have depth and I think they fit very well together. And they have the, the firepower, in my opinion, uh, scoring-wise with guys like Napier, Nedovic. Uh, I believe this team will be very, very good. I'm so excited to watch them play. 
especially at home with their crowd, obviously. I think Red Star for now, I'll have them at 10, but I do think they can be a playoff team. If, if things go right, I think they can be a, a very dangerous team to, to look out for. Uh, for Red Star, for me, it's a lot about... Uh, we saw last season the way that they grew in the end, and in the end they looked like a playoff team, and they were just outside of it. They will need to bring in that consistency way earlier, and uh, the, the fact that they have a whole roster together since the start will help them for sure. It's, it comes to the details and uh, the talent level is just insanely high. All of these teams will be in the playoff picture. I won't be surprised if the Red Star is in the playoffs once the regular season ends. There will be zero surprise there. I, I'm just ranking them 11. You're ranking them on 10. And it didn't get any better on my 10th ranking. This is insanely uh, hard because the team that I have right ahead of them, it's, again, an extremely talented player, uh, team with uh, extremely talented players across the roster, depth in all the positions. It will be one of the most fascinating stories, and I think they will bounce back. I just couldn't rank them right now ahead of these teams, even if I won't be surprised in the slightest if this is a team that will be contended to be on the Final Four. I have on 10 Paratinaikas. They are a highly motivated new team with 11 new players. They have the talent to compete with anyone, how long will it take to put all of these pieces fitting together? For me, that's the key. And that is the process that uh, Paratinaikos will have to get there as fast as possible so they don't trail too far behind. Can we see Paratinaikos going extremely hot start in the EuroLeague and uh, this poor ranking be totally wrong? Yes, we can. That can absolutely happen because they have the talent and they have the depth to do that. I think they are missing a pure wing player. And while we will see a lot of three-guard lineups and the they will be incredible to watch. At times, defensively, they can struggle by missing the, the type of player. It will be a team that will be highly competitive. It will be a team that by December, I expect to be playing great basketball. Just again, margins are very thin, and that's why I have them on this 10th place. Do they have the talent to compete with anyone? Yes, they do. But uh, it will come down to making uh, everything to, to work in conjunction and to be a team that is well-oiled. And sometimes we, with a team that has so much turnover, with 11 new players, a new head coach, it can take some time. Juancho is one of the hottest signings of this summer. And the ceiling of this team will be directly connected with the, the ceiling of Juancho in the, the early. And if he can become one of the best players of the early, that will be also an important factor with this Paratinaikos team. But these are the reasons why I have them ranked on 10th. It was a very hard ranking because I want to see Paratinaikos bouncing back. I want to see Paratinaikos fighting for the, the playing and for the playoffs. But I think this is a, a fair poll ranking starting the season. And uh, this is one of the teams I expect to see climbing this poll rankings as, a, as the season goes. Duke, Paratinaikos in 10th place. Uh, when I was previewing them, I see their thing being as contained to the Final Four. I still think that their ceiling is there. The level of talent is insane. <laughs> Who do you have in ninth place? Well, uh, I'm going to co-sign to everything you just said because I have Panathinaikos at, oh. at number nine. <laughs> yeah, I, I, again, I think they have the potential to be a Final Four contender and even a championship contender. Uh, I just think they have so much talent and, and so many options. But like you said, I think the main key there is the that pure wing player that I think they're lagging. Uh, of course, we're going to see Juancho playing the three sometimes. We're going to see three-guard lineups. But I think that wing, who can really be that guy for them, I think that's what they lack. Um, I believe if everything goes right for this team, 
they are contenders because the talent is insane. But again, similarly to Barcelona, uh, how how long will they take to to fit it all together and, and to really start winning games at a consistent level? We will have to see that. But the talent is insane, so they will be uh, a contender to be climbing these rankings and hopefully to be in the fight for the final four in the at the end of the season. But again, the, that team is awesome and. Adamin is a very good coach as well, and I think he has the personnel to, to play the style that he likes. So I think this team can be climbing these rankings very easily in the next few weeks. The team that I have closing this tier that I called the insane playing battle is Barcelona. So we are in agreement with these three teams. We just rank them slightly different. Uh, Barcelona, yeah, again. I think I think throughout, throughout the power rankings from 18 until this ninth spot, I think... We have like the same tier, the, the same tiers. Like the teams in those tiers are kind of the same. It's just it's just the order. It's like one spot off for for yeah. all of these teams. But yeah, yeah uh, it's very close. With Barcelona in ninth place, uh, they are a team that we can also expect to see improvements as the season goes. They brought in a new coach in Roger Grimau, and a lot comes down to this battle of Jabari Parker and Willy Werner Gomez versus Nikola Mirotic. Mirotic is one of the best players of the early. And removing a piece like that and replacing with uh, different players sometimes can be hard. I think that Barcelona across the board and having players like Satoransky to join the players like Jabari and Willy, once they they become uh, connected and play as a team, they can be a strong team. And I believe that... Uh, they can aspire to reach similar levels to where they were last season if everything clicks and uh, everything works together. The biggest factor for me that uh, we can see from the, this Barcelona team this season is that they will need a little bit more from each of their players. And uh, sometimes that was lacking on last season. We spoke many times about their rotations, about their site rotations, about not squeezing the most of that roster and of that team. And I think that Satoransky, that Willierna Gomez, that Chabari Parker, that uh, many other players that they have on their roster are able to give more, and especially talking about Satoransky specifically, than what they gave last season. While Willie, we just saw him being the MVP of the last Eurobasket, he can be that type of player in the EuroLeague as well. Once everything is working in conjunction in the, this Barcelona team, I expect them to be one of the, the top teams in the EuroLeague or contending to be one of the top teams of the EuroLeague. The, it's hard to be at that level when you will need time to, to connect all of your pieces. But Barcelona is a team that uh, that I see at the top of this uh, tier, the insane play-in battle, and team that can expire to be in the play-ins and contending to be in the playoffs. But it certainly won't be an easy task for them. We will take a break now and uh, we will bring you the part two where we will give you the order of our top eight teams and uh, also we'll bring you who are the best players in this edition of the EuroLeague. Tune in tomorrow for the part two and in the day after for our preview of the first round of the EuroLeague. As always, I'll be talking with you guys soon. Bye guys, see you on next episode.